0: He's involved in a number of businesses.
1: He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Well, this is TGIF. Thank God it's Friday, and it's been a well, rough and tough week. And and uh, in the studio with us, we have no Republicans. We it's only Friday. have two common-sense Democrats. We have Governor uh, Governor David Patterson and... Uh, and Judge Richard Weinberg, thank you for being here. Thank you for having okay, us. Okay. And my sidekick today,
0: we, we have a special guest. We have Rita Cosby. How are you today, Rita? I'm doing great because I'm here with the Cats and Night crew, all the guys, and we have an action-packed show. Action. Action action-packed. action-packed. By John. the way, I was talking to, uh, at lunch today, I was
1: talking to, uh, uh, leader, uh, uh McCarthy and he made a comment about uh, what happened with uh, Lee Zeldin. Can we have that comment? Uh, Leader McCarthy, I mean, uh, there's uh, there's so many problems in our country with uh, uh, the, the difference in law in different states. Him being a uh, congressman, uh, should the FBI get involved? And uh, if, if New York State is not going to uh, pr- uh, prosecute that person that attacked the congressman, should the FBI get involved in
2: making a federal crime? Look, he attacked a federal elected officer. So right there gives him, the, I believe, jurisdiction to get in. But it, they 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 charged him with attempted assault. It wasn't attempted. He reached... You know, if you're attempting something, you're planning it, but it doesn't come about. No, he actually assaulted Lee Zeldin. He he touched Lee Zeldin. He swung his arm. If Lee Zeldin had not put his arm up and held that arm back Lee could have been would have been stabbed so that's not an attempt uh, that's an actual assault and uh
1: we'll hear the rest of uh Leader McCarthy's uh interview on Cat's uh, uh round table on Sunday and uh I understand we have the
0: congressman on yeah we do we have congressman Lee Zeldin and by the way action Pack show everybody we've got Michael Goodwin coming up we also have Peter Mihalos coming up And, of course, we're going to be talking to the CEO of Goya Foods, Bob Unanway, about a big deal that happened on grain and food supplies. That's all coming up. But as you just mentioned, John, first of all, I can't wait to hear the rest of that interview because it is so timely on Sunday at the Cats Roundtable. And joining us now is Congressman Lee Zeldin. Uh, Congressman, first of all, how are you doing?
2: Hey, it's great to be with all of you. I'm doing okay. I'm very grateful for the seven, eight, nine, ten different people who instinctively, quickly tackled the attacker. I'm grateful for the law enforcement officers who arrived on site uh, and apprehended the suspect. And maybe I'm grateful to uh, my parents for uh, you know, paying for those karate, taekwondo instructions that uh, got the black belt when I was younger. But um, it could have been a lot worse. I I cringe whenever I watch it elsewhere where i see political violence as it relates to our country and scores being settled outside of the ballot box with violence i don't care what party you are i don't care what state it's in what your ideology is there's no place for it at all anywhere and this one obviously hit as close to home as it gets uh congressman uh, uh,
1: the governor has state troopers uh, protecting her uh who Who do you
2: have? We ramped up security today, and uh we have had rallies all throughout the day. We actually have another stop that's coming up and and we not only have heightened security today, we'll have heightened security through the uh through the election. uh we did hear today from the superintendent of the the New York State Police. Uh, who contacted me and and our teams are are talking over what else needs to get done uh and I grew up in a trooper household, so uh you know I have a special affinity, a special affection for our troopers, and uh what you know we'll be able to to work together and and locally, we have a lot of great uh, law enforcement units all across the state, and it just really highlights what has long been a position of mine and and john you've you've championed this especially in the city. We have to make sure that all of these uh, men and women in blue have the resources they need to do their jobs. You know what the craziest thing that happened out of Monroe yesterday wasn't this attack. In Monroe County, when Alcides Esposito and I were in the county sheriff's office after the attack, they got a call that two Rochester police officers were shot, and one of them ended up dying.
0: Oh, my God.
2: here, Here they are on... You know, it's just una- it's another night, and you don't know what kind of calls you're going to get. And for these two families of these Rochester police officers, you see firsthand the ultimate sacrifice that could be uh, pay- that could be paid, and in one case, actually did pay that yesterday. Uh, and-, and our law enforcement is stretched thin; they deserve our support.
0: Yeah, thousand percent, everybody. We're talking to Congressman Lee Zeldin, who, as everybody's been talking about, uh, the attack that happened to him during the campaign stop. Lee, I have to ask you, too, about uh the fact that Kathy Hochul, the governor who you're running against, um, she put out this tweet that basically said, here's your schedule and my supporters come on out to your event. Um What was your reaction to that? The GOP chair, New York GOP chair says, you know, she may be sort of partially responsible. What are your thoughts?
2: So I, I've heard about my schedule being put out and. Uh, Listen, I I think what's really important here is the message that we are all sending to people. You could be elected officially, you could be a candidate, you could be somebody who just has a few people who might be listening, what you have to say to take guidance uh, and and follow it. Some individuals take advice to the extreme, and whether it was Maxine Waters calling for confrontation of people who uh, are Trump administration officials and confronting them at uh, restaurants, and at movie theaters we are all we still will never forget to this day what happened to Steve Scalise we had the issue with the supreme court justices uh, over the course of these last few weeks being intimidating being intimidated out, out their houses my message is whoever you are and i don't care whether you support me or you're opposed to me and this should be the message that everyone else is relaying we settle our scores at the ballot box and it's okay to debate it's okay to disagree we live in the greatest country in the history of the world, and one of the reasons why that is is because we have this country where you're allowed to disagree with people who are in office and different candidates, uh, but there just has to be certain rules that are put out there and lines that you just don't cross. And, and, you know, today as I was going from one rally to the next, I'm going from Onondaga County where Syracuse is up to Jefferson County where Watertown is in Fort Drum, and I have some box truck with my name and uh, face uh, going after me, following us to the next events. like, really, the next day? You're not even going to wait a few weeks? Uh, so I don't know. Uh, there's just certain standards and rules in how we do this. And what's most important is we don't want anybody to get hurt who raises their hand willing to serve. Uh, I give a credit to everybody who's willing to step up uh, and put their name in the hat. You know, Governor Patterson who's there with you. He's you have know, been through a whole bunch of, of, of elections. It doesn't matter what party you are, what your ideology is. Uh, I feel like we just need to do better in making sure that political violence never emerges in politics and in an American democracy.
0: Yeah, bravo. Uh, absolutely. Governor Patterson. So, Congressman, as you know right now, if you're running for president, if you receive a certain amount of support, in other, in other words, if you pass a threshold, you get Secret Service protection while you're running. Now, I think it might be an idea to look at that when someone wins the nomination of the party that is out of office at that particular time, that they would get uh, protection from the state troopers because, uh, based on the next election, they could become the next governor of the state of New York. And I just wondered what you thought about that.
2: Yeah, Governor, I I absolutely agree with you. Uh, I think that it's very important, especially this day in age uh, and with social media and the way that people are revved up in their engagement in politics and the way that they're engaging in politics I think it's a smart move because what you want is to protect the debate you want to protect the process uh, and you don't want to have any incident where you know you're getting to a November 8th election in any particular state in any of these races but You know, as you talk about the New York governor's race, you you don't want to be stuck with one option because there was a particular incident and the lack of security. Uh, I think it's important to look at it, not just about protecting a person, but really protecting the entire American electoral process.
0: The other thing, too, Lee, is um, the fact this guy is out already. I mean, this is astounding. Uh, Judge Weinberg, I know you want to chime in on that.
1: Well, I think, uh, Congressman Zeldin has been leading the charge on this issue. The fact of the matter is you have a renegade state legislature that's been passing all these laws that make law enforcement untenable in terms of protecting public safety. And if a candidate for governor in the state of New York is not safe and is not protected by the bail laws, then who is? So we're very, very happy, Congressman, that, uh, that you're alive and well and you're, you're unhurt. But I think you have to continue to lead that charge to get those laws changed. And as governor, I know that's one of your commitments. Well, I asked uh, Leader McCarthy uh, if the fact is, if if the state is not going to go after this guy that attacked you, you as a congressman, and maybe maybe the FBI should have him arrested.
2: I know that there was uh, some interaction with uh, federal agencies uh, today. I don't have the details on the nature of, that interaction and uh, what was discussed and what's being planned. Uh, but I do know that there, there was uh, engagement and, and comms. Uh, I be- have long believed that there needed to be a major overhaul with cashless bail uh, in this state. And we just saw it a couple weeks ago where in New York, two Mexican cartel drug smugglers mm-hmm. who were caught with $1.2 million worth of crystal meth were instantly released. Now, the argument that gets made by advocates of cashless bail is that if you have some low-level offense where an individual has a clean record, they're not a flight risk, they're not a danger to society, that they should not be stuck in prison solely because they can't afford even the smallest amount of bail. I would argue that if you're caught with $1.2 million worth of crystal meth and you don't have any money to pay your bail, well, you're not just a bad criminal.
1: But a bad and salesman. a
2: drug dealer. Mm-hmm. You're a bad businessman. You're, you're not planning for the possibilities you might be detained uh i just came from syracuse where 93 year old connie tory was murdered by somebody who was released on cashless bail and and there was a story where somebody was released uh, on cashless bail for an arson and then rearrested in, in yonkers for a double manslaughter uh, so I, this overhaul is long overdue mayor eric adams is talking about how we need to do more here he's called for a dangerous dangerousness standard tom swazi was running in a democratic primary he was talking about it, it was a major camp point campaign playing for him. I believe that is incredibly important. It's extremely important uh, for us in the state of New York to have a repeal of castles bail and giving judges discretion to weigh dangerousness and flight risk and past criminal record and seriousness of the offense on far more offenses. And also to make sure that no judges are being so lenient that in certain cases, where you absolutely need to keep somebody behind bars, that you don't have any judge putting one of those people back out on the streets, as we saw with the the Goldman uh, Sachs uh, employee who was murdered a couple months ago on the subway in Staten Island, where in that case the prosecutor did ask for bail. It was a bail-eligible offense, but the lenient judge, who was proud of being lenient, released that person, and then they went out and committed the murder. So this overhaul is long overdue. It needs to get done to protect safety in New York. And yeah. I think
1: that's going to be the issue in November, uh, uh, Lee Zeldin. Whom do you trust? Whom do you trust to keep you safe after November election?
2: Yes, sir. And, and I believe that it's an a, a incredibly important priority that must be top of the list for Albany for them to be doing far more to make sure that we are securing our streets, that people uh, feel secure in their homes, in their places of employment, and they also feel It comes down,
1: is Albany more interested in keeping eight and a half million New Yorkers safe? Are they more interested in in buying Kleenex for 3,000 violent criminals?
2: Yeah, it's about protecting law-abiding citizens over criminals, and that has to be the priority always.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you, a gubernatorial candidate, Congressman Lee Zeldin, and thank you, and we'll catch up with you again real soon.
2: All right. Take care, everybody.
0: Thank you, Lee. Glad you're safe,
1: too. My goodness. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back with Michael Goodwin from the New York Post. And he's got some
0: great stories. Yeah, he's talking about Hunter Biden and also Steve Bannon convicted. Selective prosecution. We're going to continue that on Cats at Night.